If you're a gym baddie that still gets gym anxiety, this episode is for you. Even if you love the gym and love strength training, a new environment can be nerve-wracking. In fact, I'm going through the process of this myself. In today's episode, I'm going to give you some insanely applicable advice to working through new gym anxiety and coming out the other side alive and proud. Let's go. Are you a gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? This podcast is for you. Hi, hello. My name is Danika. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and your host of Fit Chit Chat. I help women just like you stop spinning your wheels with a no BS approach so you can reshape your body, feel your strongest yet, and create confidence that is authentic to you. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter, how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and streamline the process to make achieving goals simple. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Chit Chat podcast. This is a little bit of an impromptu one today. I hadn't actually had this planned, but I think it's super relevant to what's going on with me at the moment. And some of you guys have been really invested in this topic on Instagram and things like that. So let's just jump into talking about this new gym anxiety. I'm actually in the process of doing like a mini TikTok series around this, around my own training and coming out of a training rut that I've been in for a few months. Um, It's probably been going on from June and it's now September and it's kind of like I lost sight of what I wanted to work on. I had a few health things come up, but I just really started fucking hating the gym. Like it just kind of came up for me and and I'm working through that. I'm on the other side of that now. We're coming out of the rut and we're going to do some pretty cool things. So in the TikTok series, they're like a couple of minute long videos each just talking about like literally every next step that I've been taking in terms of like getting out of the rut and what I'm trying and, and the things that I'm doing to like move through it. So if you're interested in that, jump over to my TikTok. It's at underscore coach Danica, the same as my Instagram handle. Um, yeah. And, and go and have a listen. But I guess that is where this has kind of stemmed from because the TikTok videos are a couple of minutes long each, but you know, obviously in podcast format, I can talk even more about it and I can make the content really directly relevant and applicable and give you some more, I guess, insider tips and knowledge on things that you could do if you were in the same situation. Okay. So to catch you up for a little bit of where we're at, um, I did a couple of different things this week. So on Monday, I actually went and trained with a training partner. Now, I'm someone that doesn't normally train with a training partner. I actually have always said that I don't prefer it for a few reasons. It's like when I choose to train, like in my schedule, it can sometimes flex. I don't want to have to be like committed to meeting someone at a certain time at the gym or like if they're running late or if I'm running late or if I wake up that day and decide I want to train in the afternoon instead of the morning or something like that. I like to have the flexibility and not be so, I guess, tied to having someone else and being responsible or accountable to meeting someone in the gym. And sometimes I feel like when I'm in the gym, I just want to put my headphones in. Like, I know this sounds a little bit crazy, but I go to a dark place sometimes. Like, I'm really in the zone. I'm really deep. It's like, if you watched me, it's like, oh, that's a bit, she's full on right now. But I've got my headphones on and like everything is blocked out and I'm very in the zone. So I feel like I always thought that having a training partner there would potentially distract me or it would become a bit more of a social session rather than a training session or I wouldn't want to like wait around for someone. Like you can obviously hear that I probably just didn't know all the benefits to it necessarily, but 
I guess this is what I thought about having a training partner up until this point. I did a session on Monday with um, a really great friend of mine who trains really fucking hard. And it actually, we kind of just did a little bit of a pump session, a little bit of an upper body session, a few exercises here and there. Like it wasn't a set program or anything like that, that him or I myself have. It was a bit of fun. And to be fair, like it was really fucking good. It was really fun. Yeah. I had to drive a little bit further to meet him at a gym. Yeah. It was at a set time that maybe I wouldn't have gone to normally or anything like that. But having someone there to push me actually brought out the best in me. I am a little bit competitive. I do respond well to like being pushed and motivated. So he did it in a very friendly, polite way. I don't think this was like some boot camp shit where he's yelling at me, but I did actually respond to it well. And I trained really hard and it was actually just really refreshing. It was really fun to do something different. Also being in a different gym to where I would normally train was such a nice change of scenery. I forgot how nice some gyms can be, like those bigger industrial gyms. Um, If you live in Melbourne, you'll know what I'm talking about. The bigger industrial gyms that have loads of equipment, lots of nice equipment, etc. Like I used to train at one of those years ago, but I don't train at one now. And I feel like where I have been training recently maybe was the reason, a bit of the reason for my training funk. There's like no vibes. It's messy. The equipment's a bit old. I am the most experienced, clearly the most experienced person in this gym. And I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but everyone in these gyms are like very new, very new beginner people, people who don't really strength train, etc. So going into a gym that was like, you know, some real, some real intense training people, some great equipment, like everyone takes their training seriously. It was just a level up, like the environment brought out the best in me as well. Not only having a training partner, but the new environment. Going along with the new environment vibe though, like that can cause some gym anxiety. And I would be lying if I said on the way there, I wasn't a little bit nervous. Like haven't trained with someone in a while, didn't know what to expect, hadn't been to this gym, like was feeling a little bit self-conscious or just the fear of the unknown. That's all it is, right? The fear of the unknown, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing what to walk into or what to expect. That's the part that really gets to us. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about new gym anxiety. I put up a poll on my Instagram today asking, you know, is gym anxiety something that you get? Is it just when you go to a new gym? Is it sometimes? Is it never? And an overwhelming amount of people said that it is when you go to a new gym. And when I looked at the people that were voting on this poll, a lot of these women are women who have strength trained for a while or or you would look at them and they have quite a bit of muscle on them. So you can tell that they're, you know, experienced in the gym environment, right? So a really interesting conversation that these women have like voted that being in a new environment is something that causes some gym anxiety. So I thought this would be a perfect topic to obviously discuss. I'm going to give you several ideas around what you can do to move through this new anxiety when you are in a, in a gym space. So the first thing I want to say is like, if the gym that you're planning to go to or try out or moving across to is somewhere where someone else that you know trains, go with them. Like having that protective shield or that accompanying buddy to go with you to that gym can be like a safety blanket, essentially. And I guess maybe that's what Monday was for me. And I found it really helpful. So if you know someone that goes to that gym, whether it's just someone through social media that you're friends with or a girlfriend in real life or someone like that, why don't you hit them up and be like, hey, let's let's go together. I want to try out this gym. Will you come with me? 
The other thing I would suggest is, you know, look at the time that you're planning to go to this new space and to try out this new gym because going in a non-peak time when there's not so many people around can be a little bit more comforting. I know based on the poll in the question box that I put up, someone responded saying like judgment and being around people and, and looking at me, etc., is what they were fearing. So obviously if you go on a non-peak time, you're not going to have to be faced with that situation. The other thing I would really recommend, and this is actually something that I did when I first got there, is like ask the person at the desk, ask the person behind the desk if they can give you a heads up, ask them a few questions if you need to know where something is. What this person did for me was just kind of gave me like a little bit of a rundown of the layout and was like, you know, cardio up the front, you've got squat racks over here, you know, funnily enough, this gym was actually laid out incredibly because it was like... This line of equipment is all lower body. This line of all equipment is arms, chest, back, etc. Like it was perfectly laid out. Down the back, there's some grassed area for stretching. Bathrooms over here, done. So I kind of knew my way around the gym. Somebody else also put in the question box that just not knowing where things were was something that made them really um, self-conscious or nervous about. I get it. It's like you don't want to be walking around the gym feeling like a fucking dickhead or a lost puppy because you don't know where things are. And you end up walking up backwards and forwards and having to like read all the labels and look at all the different machines, especially because, you know, between different brands of machines, things can look and work a little bit differently. So if you just get someone from the gym, again, as a little bit of a safety blanket, get them to show you around or explain a few things that can go a long way. It's literally something I did today. And I feel like if I hadn't done that, then I definitely would have been that person walking around being like, where the hell is the things that I need? The other one I want to mention as well is when you first get in the gym, obviously getting a lay of the land can be really beneficial, but I always, always recommend this is like start with cardio, literally walk straight to a treadmill and just jump on because it's the easiest, the safest, most simple thing that you can do in the gym, get on and just start walking. You know, you can't make a fool of yourself doing that. You just got to press go on a machine and a really, really beneficial thing to doing this is you can kind of look around and scope out the gym as well. You can find your bearings. You can have a look. You can, if you need to like look at the people that are around, maybe get a bit of a game plan happening in your head on what you're planning to do, how you want to approach it, etc. But I think just warming yourself up to the space by just walking on the treadmill for five or 10 minutes can be a little bit more therapeutic and just like mentally get you in the game. So definitely, definitely, definitely like start on the, the bike or the treadmill or something like that. The next thing is like go in with a plan. Like I just said, then it's like having a plan on what you're going to do can feel more structured and calm your nerves a little bit if you know what you're actually going to do when you get there. If you walk in and you're like, I'm just going to pick a few machines and figure it out as I go, maybe that's not the best idea because you're going to end up in that space where you're like, well, which one do I want to do next? And what's this one? And you might end up doing like four quad machines in a row. I don't know, like four of the same thing. And maybe you wanted to do a bit of a blend of things. I would definitely go in and like, even if you just want to do a full body session, get a feel for the gym do that. Maybe put that you're going to do three lower and three upper and find machines you haven't used before, or you know of that your current gym doesn't have. So that's definitely something I did. I actually knew a couple machines in this gym that my current gym doesn't have. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to have a play with them today. I'm going to have a bit of fun with it. So I did have sort of a plan, maybe not a super specific plan, but I knew what I wanted to do when I, when I got in there. 
The other thing when you're like actually training as well, and this can either be hit or miss for some people, is having your headphones. I know some people are like, yes, headphones is a safety blanket. I can put my headphones in, block out the world. Nobody's going to talk to me. I look like, you know, I'm keeping to myself. And that's really helpful. And then there's other people who find that maybe having headphones in in a new environment can actually create more overwhelm, more anxiety. I probably actually fall into that second category. It's like, if I have music playing in my head, in my head, in my ears, I can't hear the things that are going around me. Maybe my my spatial awareness isn't as great. I want to be super aware of like what's happening around me, um, the people, the machines. Like it's just I, I need to be like really zoned in and aware of what's happening. I guess it's kind of like a, an overstimulation thing. I'm already quite heightened. I'm already super conscious of what's happening around me. I'm already feeling a little bit jittery. I feel like having another layer to that, having music playing in my ears might actually be too much stimulation for me in this time, right? If you can relate to that, do this instead. I literally just put my headphones in and had nothing playing for the first like 15 minutes. I genuinely was just walking around and training with my headphones in and no music on because it made me feel less like a dickhead, (laughs) but also not super stimulated and not overwhelmed by listening to something. So you're either a headphones person or you're not. I I will always like, don't get me wrong when I'm actually training genuinely and I feel confident and comfortable in the, in the environment, like having headphones on is something I won't train without. Like I need music. I need to be G'd up, but in a new environment, it's pretty much the opposite. Okay. The last bit I want to talk about is, I guess, having the the confidence and, you know, like I said before, the judgment from other people around you. And I just want to talk on this a little bit more. Okay. I don't want to talk about where I heard this quote from because I don't necessarily resonate with this person anymore. But the, the, conf- the quote is, act confident and no one will question you. And I think that's really funny. If you see, like, you know what you're doing, you're walking around with your head up, chest high, maybe putting a little bit of like swagger, bad bitch energy on, looking a little bit like rusting bitch face. If you kind of fake a bit of this confidence situation, nobody's going to think twice. If you're actually doing some really weird things and being a bit of an awkward duck, then probably people are going to look at you. But if you act confident, no one's going to question you. Just pretend you know what you're doing. Because if you saw someone looking real confident, you'd be like, oh, Maybe they do know what they're doing. Imagine if someone was using a machine completely wrong, but you knew they were using it completely wrong. But because they looked so confident in the process, you would almost second guess whether you'd been using it wrong this entire time. So think about it that way, right? Like act confident, no one's going to question you. And you know what? Even if they are judging you, even if our people are looking at you, like why does why does that matter? Like what is their opinion going to influence you in any kind of way if it's not somebody that's important to you not somebody that you actually would go to for advice or an opinion or something like that then it doesn't really matter at all i would rather leave the gym feeling really fucking good about my session than leave the gym knowing i had a shit session because i was so concerned about everyone else and what they were thinking about me and i've said this before in another podcast episode but i think it's a really valuable thing to say now it's like it's, it's something that a, a client once said to me, and I think it's hilarious, and it's a bit of a loving bitch slap in the face, but it's so true. And she literally said, go in with this mindset of like, 
who do you think you are that anyone else gives a fuck about you? And I know that sounds really abrupt or rude, but it's kind of true. It's like, who do you think you are that you're so important that everyone's looking at you and everyone cares what you're doing? Nobody cares. Everyone is too concerned about their own selves and what they're doing. And if there's someone that actually genuinely loves their gym and their training, then they're probably more invested in their own training and not looking at what everyone else does. The people that are looking around and are judging are probably the ones who are the most insecure and unconfident with what they're doing in the gym. So just remember that you're you're essentially a nobody. Nobody cares what you're doing. And even if they do care, who fucking cares? I want to finish up by saying like, this whole gym anxiety and this gym nerves thing is, although it's not uncommon and it is normal, it's still okay. Like it's okay to be nervous and still go to a new gym. You don't have to or only go to a new gym if you're feeling really confident about it. You could literally be shitting your pants on the way in and still train in a new gym. These things can happen simultaneously. It's not like going into the new gym is for people who are confident enough to do it. It's like you can have both of those things. You can go into the gym and you can still be really nervous. It doesn't have to be the thing that stops you. I probably spent like mm, three or four minutes in the car outside the gym before I went in, just thinking about like how I am a little bit nervous. And I sat there and thought to myself, I'm like, I can feel nervous, but still get out of this car and walk in. Like, what is the worst case scenario? What is realistically going to happen? Nothing is literally going to happen to me inside of the gym that is going to cause such discomfort or pain or embarrassment that I'm going to need to leave. And even if something embarrassing did happen, which actually something kind of did happen, it doesn't mean that I need to leave. Like when I sat there and I realized that all of this shit was just stuff that was going on in my head, that I had complete control over it. And that I could change the way that I was thinking about moving into this new gym space and like how fun it's going to be and exciting and like a new chapter and who knows what could happen and how exciting this could be for me. I will let you in on the little embarrassing thing that happened to me. It was essentially that I couldn't figure out how to address one of the machines, (laughs) but I was fully prepared to turn to the person next to me and be like, what is wrong with this? And why can't I figure it out? And that's okay. Like I moved on. I figured it out eventually. Um, And it was all fine. But think about it that way. It's like literally what is it that you're actually fearing? Try and literally name the things that are going on and why you're so nervous about going to the new gym. Like give it a face and give it a name and be like, it is because I think I'm going to fall off the treadmill or I think I'm going to accidentally drop something or make a loud noise. Like literally call out the things that you think are going to happen. And then ask yourself, like, if those did happen, would it be the end of the world? Probably not. And if you do the things inside of this podcast episode, like I've said, like going in with a plan, finding out the layout of the gym, etc., then probably a lot of the things that you're concerned about won't necessarily be there. And even if you are nervous, it's okay to be nervous and still do the thing. The reason you're going to walk out feeling proud, <laughs> you're going to survive this session and be in a new environment is because you're going to essentially come face to face with something that you're fearful or nervous of or um, concerned about. And that's where confidence comes from. Actually, I'm going to finalize on this. It's like confidence comes from not being not afraid. It's not about like the lack of being scared or the lack of being nervous or anxious about being in the gym. Confidence comes from just doing the thing anyway, looking into the essentially scary ball and kind of doing it anyway. 
confidence comes from just like repeated behaviors and then backing yourself and following through with what you're saying you're going to do. So if you're saying that you want to go to a new gym today and like try out a new gym and you do it, even though you're scared, even though you're nervous and you do it, you're going to be confident. You're going to feel really good about that. It's self-efficacy. Is that the word? Yeah, that's the word. Where you build up like your own self-perception of being very capable because you do things like this. Funnily enough, I know I had this experience the other day of going into a new gym and then today I went to one by myself, but I'm actually going to do it three or four more times in the next week before I decide on a new gym. So here's to hoping by the end of this week, I'm going to be super confident and capable of walking into a new gym by myself. I'm going to be a pro at it. I'm going to, I'm going to record a whole podcast on it. No, I've just done that. All right. That is it from me. I'm going to wrap up this episode. If you have resonated with anything I've said, or you're looking to try a new gym and you implement some of the things that I've spoken about, absolutely let me know, reach out to me and tell me how you went. And that is it from me. If you enjoy this episode, please share it on your stories. Please send it to a girlfriend and please leave a rating or review. And until next week, have an incredible week. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Fit Chit Chat. I have three things for you. One, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. Two, share this episode on your social media and tag me in it. And three, follow me on Instagram and slide into my DMs. Let me know what resonated with you. Details in the show notes. And until next week, Goodbye.